0: kaya fm podcast saturdays with Jenny
1: on kaya 959
0: all right professor coupe is in the studio with me and thank you very much you've you've driven all the way from um from pretoria so so you know fantastic thank you very much indeed and i have to speak to you about your horse riding
1: <laughs> okay yeah no yeah. Kind of part-time activity once in a while.
0: So you're not scared of horses? I mean, the, the moment you get on the back of a horse, you realise how big they are.
1: Yes, yeah, and also when they start doing a small gallop, you might fear for your back.
0: Yes, have you jumped? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to spread you're fake not. news. Well, he might. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it might. <laughs> you just got to clench the knees you know yeah <laughs> <Pull> the reins <laughs> well listen uh, uh, this is for me I think what is happening is is very exciting Laura Sprechman she is we're going to get her on the line right now so we can talk to her with you at the same time mm-hmm. but um, for those of you who don't know Professor Tawana Cooper is the Vice Chancellor and Principal of the University of Pretoria and when we get Laura on the line she is the CEO of the Nobel Prize Outreach which really specializes in the Nobel Prize dialogues where they get a group of people together and uh, all of them Nobel laureates, and they all talk. I mean, it is fascinating. I watch it every year. And sometimes I don't understand what they're talking about, frankly, if it's physics, but I try, you know. I mean, I, uh, do you understand every single thing that you hear?
1: No, I don't, but I've learned something about the black holes. Remember oh, no, black is, holes, yes, yeah,
0: and space and yeah, time. yeah.
1: And and yeah. whatever, yeah. The young guy, uh, Roger, uh, Professor Roger at UP was part of the first group to make an image of the black holes in 2019. And that group continues to make waves in the physics world.
0: No, and Nobel Prizes, I mean, you can understand it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really can. So yeah. first of all, what gave you the idea of inviting five Nobel laureates and was it difficult to do or did Laura do absolutely everything
1: no no it wasn't difficult to do in 2019 the when I visited the Swedish embassy I live in the diplomatic zone so embassies around me so I make a point of making I was informed that there is Nobel dialogues and that they'd never been held in Africa so I said this is my opportunity so when I was doing my Scandinavian European tour I took a flight from Oslo straight to Laura's office. In 45 minutes, Laura and I had agreed the deal. That would so that it would was, was that easy. It was that easier. Yeah. So I flew back to Oslo the same same afternoon. So but it was well shocking to me that we haven't held those dialogues. Africa has plenty Nobel Prize winners in its own right. I think eleven in South Africa alone. And also the Professor Wales Oyinka, Inka, as you know, is a Nobel Prize winner. Yes. Nadine God was a pro yes. Nobel yes. Matari environment and so on. And Africa now is, is a is a, is a continent on the rise with all of its problems. That uh, international intellectual debates of this kind that shape um, major challenges that face world well did not been held on the continent was a bit of an abomination for me because we're part of the we are part of the international and global community well
0: indeed i mean yeah. i think it's i think it's that let's get laura on the line so laura sprechman thank you very much indeed for joining us laura Hello, a pleasure. Hi, well, it's really, really nice. And so I've got uh, Professor Tuana Koupe sitting right next to me. And uh, so it's nice that you're part of the discussion. It was a no-brainer, really, to to do the Nobel outreach, more or less, here in, in Africa.
2: Indeed. It is such an honor for us to finally do a Nobel Prize dialogue in Africa. So it's the first time, and we are thrilled and we are very, very proud to do it together with the University of
0: Pretoria. How difficult is it to get hold of, I mean, I'm just looking at uh, at the um, laureates that you have managed to, you know, get together. Uh, Christopher Pissaridis, uh, Joseph Stiglitz, for goodness sake, the world wants him. Abjit Banerj, uh, Banerjee, uh, Brian Schmidt, uh, Mohammed Yunus. I mean, all of these are almost, but not quite, household names.
2: Yes, and what I'm very very excited about also is that they together combine such an expertise not enough that they are nobel laureates they also represent different areas namely economics peace and physics and uh, one of them, as you know, is the Vice Chancellor of of the Australian National University. And then uh, Mohammed Yunus has, of course, is enormous. Mm-hmm. Is almost is, is the man when it comes to entrepreneurship and microfinancing. Abhijit Banerjee, when it comes to groundbreaking research in, in education, and Christopher Pissarides, of course, about the the labor market. So so together, <laughs> um, we we have all. All the brain power we need, yes, mm-hmm. and, and so um, this this will be. Uh, I really look
0: forward to this day. And mohammed Yunus with his his Peace Prize. I mean, I can remember listening actually to him speaking, and I always watch it on the BBC and uh, and record it and go back. And I, I quite often listen once or twice because this year you had so many women. Of course, it was it was absolutely you know stunning. Um, but Mohammed Muhammad Yunus, he really is. Uh, I mean, I think what he's done is just absolutely incredible, isn't it? Yes. Absolutely. Mm Yeah. So, so, Tawana, maybe, maybe just speak about how relevant he is to us here in Africa.
1: Oh, of course. I mean, uh, Mohammed uh, uh, Yunis. What Mohammed Yunus propagates, he thinks that are very vital to the global South, if you like, not just Africa but the rest of the global South, in relation to creating employment, addressing unemployment, and mobilizing the millions of people in the in the global South that often are not made part of the formal economies, and through through microfinance on the one hand, because uh, they also, lack of financial inclusion, if you like, even exclusion, if you like. But on the other hand, entrepreneurship—not not handouts necessarily from NGOs and so on—but people using their own innovative skills in their own contexts and circumstances to create employment for themselves, and not just to be employees in situations often where unemployment employment is not generating fast enough to absorb the labour that is there. And
0: also, of course, the, the concentration on women, because if you empower Absolutely. women. Yeah. You empower you empower an entire
1: village. Yes, I know women being a, even a democratic majority, and we know that you know, democracy works in, best, in 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 interesting ways. Although women are the majority, they are not the holders of power. Mm all across the world because of entrenched patriarchy. Mm. And as you rightly say, people often say if you educate and empower a woman, you, edu- you empower a whole village or a whole family and communities. Mm. And that is not always true of men. Often self- self-interest and selfishness drives the, drives the motive.
0: Well, I mean, we, you've got three uh, economic sciences uh, laureates. Mm. And so I'm interested to know how you are guiding the discussions because you've got a two-hour uh, um, Podcast basically, mm. and and it's free, so everybody everybody listening can. I mean, I really hope that hundreds of thousands of people
1: check in. I really do. Yeah, no, the last time we checked, over three thousand people in 115 countries had registered. Okay, as you know, it's it's free, and I think we're going. To, we're making a major drive for people to join in. Also, what's interesting about these dialogues as well as Laura will tell you is that they are recorded, and the, the Nobel Outreach Media will will post them post uh, after the 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 time that we actually run them more people will listen at their will and podcasts are are, are nice for that reason the the interesting thing about the lineup the the disciplinary lineup the fits in with the university of Pretoria's positioning as a transdisciplinary university Mm -hmm. by that it means we come to a challenge future of work in this instance from multiple disciplinary perspectives. And we seek to co-create new forms of knowledge out of that. Because the future of work is not an issue only for economists. It's not only an issue for, if you like, people in the management sciences. It's a fundamentally human, social, Indeed. fundamentally technological issue as well because we live in a world disrupted by ever-advancing technologies. So bringing in the cream de la cream of intellectual minds from different disciplines will create the new knowledge to help us shape the future of work so that in this emerging world of work there are no losers, no one is left behind, we we take everybody behind because we need to actually in a sense harness all of the human potential that we have Mm -hmm. in the best interest of everyone and and not Africa's development only but the world's development All
0: right. well if you've just tuned in, we're chatting to Laura, I'm just going to take a short break Uh, we're chatting to Laura Sprechman and she's speaking to us from Sweden and also the Vice-Chancellor of the University of Pretoria, uh, Tawana Coupe. Back with you in a moment. Saturdays with Jamie on Kaya 959. Well, let's go to Laura Sprechman. And Laura, I'm sorry I had to cut you short there, but do talk. You know, that's what I want you to do.
2: <laughs> sure. Thank you. Um, I, I was just going to pick up on the comment that uh, Professor Coupe made regarding the the cross-disciplinarity of the dialogue. And that is really key because uh, we we really want to encourage that that dialogue on on the big issues uh, that that humanity is facing. So when, when you ask about the 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 program and how much we will cover in these hours. So the the, uh, the main pillars are learning and education. And then of course the future of employment and then the very important question of social and environmental impact of, of work. And one obvious, Approach and or one obvious question is uh, the the pandemic we're just living through and and what the new normal is for working life right and and one thing one thing we really are learning from this uh, pandemic well we're learning many things but one is is uh, to think about what skills are important for for a more resilient and more inclusive future and and these are many of them are. social skills, you know, emotional skills, for example, being able Mm. to adapt, empathy, leadership. And we saw during the pandemic that the scientists excelled at developing the vaccines really fast and collaborating with each other internationally. But we could have done a bit better when it comes to governance, when it comes to decision making, when it comes to bringing on board all the countries and Mm. being inclusive. So so there, there are many things we really have to keep in mind and not forget moving forward when it Mm -hmm. comes to 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 work and what skills we really need to to develop
1: tamani you you're nodding your head yeah so because uh, i think to add to this case that uh, laura said also social emotional intelligence is social and critical thinking and also understanding society so for example i think it was really unfortunate to call Physical distancing, social distancing. Yes, because human beings are quintessentially social, mm-hmm. and sometimes where people are struggling with this phenomenon, is that people can't live without the social connection and and touching, you, and, touching well. and so. Mm-hmm. On. So, so while the, what today been emphasised was physical distancing in order to deal with you know uh, the health issues related to the spread of the virus, but to call it social distancing, when <laughs> Jalekifa. But in these kinds of dialogues, we then robustly critique the the, the we. Robustly critics these, these kinds of of, of of concepts, and also the Fisher of work is very as i said, is very very vital for us as universities it's something that we we being people who educate and train we now have to be very very sensitive that our curricula keeps up with the times and produces the kinds of graduates that are needed in the in the unfolding employment situation, and I'm avoiding the word market because people are not taught in universities just to become employees. They are also taught to be critical thinkers, to mm-hmm. be to, uh, to value uh, diversity and inclusivity, to be better citizens, to be socially engaged and to like uh, communitarian practices, in other words, being connected to others, what sometimes we might call Ubuntu in this part of the world. So what the investor Pretoria is going to do as a legacy, part of the legacy of these dialogues being faced in Africa is we are actually creating a center for the future of work where we'll do research on the emerging world of work and what skills are needed but also to do research that informs policy makers regulators and practices in the employment uh, space and this is going to be also transdisciplinary or interdisciplinary and also we're going to engage all sectors of society not just ourselves how we should teach but also how the new emerging world of work should be structured to the best interest of all human beings?
0: Well, one of the things I'm particularly interested in, and we're seeing it playing out in in India at the moment, and it is rural India as well as overcrowded cities and things, and Laura, I'm directing this to you, and, are are, are you still there? Yes, you are. And, uh, Laura, I'm, I'm particularly interested in how people living in rural areas, and for me, particularly women living in rural Areas, how how they can be brought into this world of of employment and self respect, and also being able to support their own families. Yes, one one key issue is what we were discussing just a, a while ago when it comes to
2: entrepreneurship and microfinancing, You know, really having the the opportunity of of starting um, businesses it can be very. Um, Small and and, um, and very local ones, but that that gives uh, that, that gives independence, that gives uh, a sustainable uh, life, that that, that gives uh, pride, of course, and and uh, I think that will be key. Back to Muhammad
1: Yunus and, and his groundbreaking work. So so what's also important, I think, is digital connectivity for rural communities. And the studies have shown that rural farmers, for example, who can get real market information are better able to market their produce because they are now connected not just to local, national, but also to global, uh, international markets. So that's going to be important. That One thing we'll be emphasizing in these dialogues is digital connectivity access to to affordable data for all will bring rural communities, unemployed youths into the uh, 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 mainstream economy, but also running their own micro enterprises that have a global reach, if you like. I think this is a great opportunity to address the digital divide. If we don't, a, a, for example, disruptive and ever advancing technology will simply enable inequality and discrimination to persist.
0: Yes, I mean I think that there's some fantastic initiatives already yeah. in in South Africa. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a, a wonderful thing uh, which is totally digital mm-hmm. re- regarding fishermen yeah. and bringing them in and uh, getting them to actually start their own businesses instead yeah. of just fishing. Yeah. And uh, I mean it, it's it's a very very exciting uh, project. As well, and I know that uh, Bill and Melinda Gates, divorced or not, mm-hmm. I mean, they are heavily involved in in things like that as well. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm just looking, um, Laura. I'm just uh, looking at um, at uh, Christopher. I'm looking at Joseph Stiglitz, who his name is, is legendary, isn't it? Um,
1: yeah, he's and been here many times. Yeah, and, and and indeed they know mm-hmm. they know. Well, he knows Africa yeah. as well. well and once hosted he made the Great Hall at house as full houses. Oh, well, yes, yeah. indeed.
0: No, no. no it was. It, it really is very exciting, and I think what is exciting about this is the ability to swap ideas and to start ideas from this conversation because yeah. it doesn't end with one person. Yeah. As you say, people are going to be able to access this, yeah. even if they don't listen to it live.
1: Yeah, yes. and also our legacy center for this, the study of the future of work yeah. is our. Our thank you also to, to Nobel Media Outreach but also saying that this conversation continues because you are talking about an emerging phenomena here.
0: Yes. And and also, Laura, I, I, I would have thought that through this, we're going to pick up so many other interesting people with incredible uh, qualifications um, who can help to spread the word simply by listening to this and taking their ideas further. Exactly, and and uh, as Tawana just mentioned, we we will
2: have will be having all the content on nobelprize.org, our website, and also spreading it through the. The social media channels of the Nobel Prize, and and still it is not too late to register. So I encourage everyone to to register for for the event on Tuesday. But if if you can't, cannot make it there, the the content will be available definitely, and 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 the. the the essence of, of, of this is just this dialogue, right? It's not just individuals giving talks. It's also this this sharing of mm. ideas. And, and we will actually have the opportunity also. We will have Q&A sessions with panelists in in um, at one point where where people will be
0: able to to send in questions absolutely fantastic the key thing then is to is to
1: register isn't it yeah, yeah. if you want to listen live please register but if you can't you have you have been lost out
0: so so laura just give those details again nobel just a nobel prize i didn't write it down if you want to register yes um, if you want to register it's nobelprize.org okay well that's easy enough and uh, and also you can do it locally if you want to it makes no difference does yeah. it
1: it's a, yeah, it's a global website so
0: us. you yeah. go to universityofpretoriatv forward slash nobel mm-hmm. but but i mean there you can shorten that can't you
1: yeah you, you yeah wait. i mean you
0: can just go to university so, of pretoria yeah. nobel and 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 it it will send you there
1: yeah so on the banner headline of the website you can yeah, exactly. quickly register
0: there so so listen i mean everybody this is just for for all of us mm. it is the first time in africa i think it is so exciting and um and it has so many possibilities for all of us mm. and tawana i again i've just got to say to you I, th- I think it's extraordinary that nobody thought of it before you.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, no. well, Well, I think the, 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 I heard from Laura, I think from someone, is that there were attempts with some other institution n- n- no need to mention now. But I think the important thing is that now we have done it. We are now part of the global conversation on these yes. issues engaging with the cream the cream of intellectual achievement, Nobel Prize winners, of which we have many. At Investor Pretoria, by the way, we have an Albert Lutuli Institute for Leadership, which is named after Albert Lutulu, one of the first Africans to win a a Nobel Peace Prize. Mm -hmm. So there's a long history there, so it was overdue that that we actually do it. We will anchor it from our future Africa Institute and campus, which is something also dedicated to Better futures for the the whole of the continent where we can achieve all of the sustainable development goals of the UN and much more. Social justice, equality, genuine democracy, inclusive economic development that is sustainable. So it's absolutely very exciting and we we get that we could, uh, you know. Cover that deficit, ensure Africa is part of the conversation and shape the policies, shape the practices. And share, share
0: the people. Absolutely. I mean, that's yes. what it is. It's, yeah. it's for the people. Laura, I'm sorry we don't have any more time, but thank you so much for making yourself available. Really appreciated. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Antoine Coupe, who arrived here in a flurry because he drove, not by horse, but um, all, the way, all the way from Pretoria. And it is asking a lot on a, on a busy Saturday morning. But I think this is going to be fantastic. It's on Tuesday, the 18th of May. It's from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. But, of course, because it's a podcast, you can listen to it in the evening. You do not have to listen to it from 10 through until 2 p.m. Yeah. So I can
1: only say, join the conversation. Yes, be heard. Yes. You know, offer your voice. This is our time. Africa is rising.
0: There we go. So remember that, just uh, NobelPrize.org or University of Pretoria. Just go there, look for Nobel, and uh, and everything will be made simple for you. So congratulations to you in advance of what we're going to see. Yeah. But it is a first in Africa, mm-hmm. and I am
1: so excited. No, and thank you for giving us the airtime. You know, Kaya, you heard it first on Kaya FM. Thank you very much indeed.
2: Saturdays with Jenny, every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. On
1: Kaya 959, on the street, on the air.
2: Kaya FM Podcast. Go to kayafm.co.za for more.